0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, May 30th. U.S. equity futures are extending their gains this morning. So continued outperformance in tech, the NASDAQ futures are up 160 points. That's 1.1%. Now, S&P futures are up 24 points. That's about 57 basis points. And then Dow futures are up 94 points. It's about 28 basis points. Um, semiconductor stocks in particular are doing very well. You have NVIDIA up another 3 plus percent this morning. Um, which would put it above that trillion-dollar market cap threshold. The whole semiconductor index continues to see buyers. In Europe, you have the major indices up about 15 to 30 basis points. Tech is outperforming, but remember, tech is a much smaller part of Europe versus the US. Um, And you're seeing underperformance in Europe in areas like consumer staples. Bank stocks are lagging a little bit, um, along with energy and healthcare. Asia saw modest gains for the most part. You had the Hang Seng end up about 25 basis points. The Nikkei rallied about 30 basis points. Shanghai Comp finished flat to up small. So, you know, big news over the weekend was the debt ceiling agreement that was struck Saturday night between McCarthy and Biden. This was an agreement in principle, so it has to pass through Congress. Um, you know, as of Thursday afternoon in the US, I think this was looking very, very likely. Um, certainly on Friday. I think most people went into the weekend, assuming that there would be an agreement struck before markets reopened today. So not terribly surprising. Um, there are still some obstacles to get through. So you obviously have to get it through the House and the Senate. There will be a House rules, committing, rules committee um, hearing on the matter today, very likely to pass, very likely to get back to Biden's desk. Um, Yellen came out after the Friday close, talking about how June 5th is now kind of the new X date rather than June first. I think everything will get finished. Um, I don't think you're going to have this big financial calamity. So obviously positive instead of negative. Um, if we came in this morning and there was still kind of discord in Washington, there are some downsides to this. So you know, two two big downsides that that are getting a lot of attention. Um, the most important probably is that the Treasury is going to be now issuing a tidal wave of T bills and refilling that general account. As it begins to catch up, uh, you know, for the last several months of of this debt ceiling standoff, so in theory, that will remove some liquidity from the market. Um, you know, I talked about it over the weekend, just kind of some of the mechanics of it. It's not a dollar for dollar basis to assume that all of this um, increased fee bill issuance represents a withdrawal of liquidity from the market. Um, so, that is one issue. It's a, it's a legitimate concern. It is a real concern. I think it's maybe perhaps being a little bit um, blown out of proportion. And it is certainly very much a consensus concern, also. Uh, the other one being that, you know, there is a little bit of um, fiscal stimulus being withdrawn as a result of this because of the spending implications of it. So, you know in theory you could mark down your GP forecast a little bit but there really isn't any major changes to the fiscal trajectory of the country because of this agreement which is one of the big reasons why there are uh, you know grumblings from from pockets of the Republican party over it um so again I don't think that's a huge impediment either um, so I don't really consider this to be a huge positive or a huge negative it's more neutral I think again most people in the back of their minds always assume we get to this place so that we wouldn't have some type of "Quote unquote default on Treasuries, where the Treasury would actually stop servicing um, U.S. government debt. I think that was always a very remote possibility, even if we weren't able to strike some type of debt ceiling agreement. But certainly not negative. Um, and you're seeing the reaction today. And then, you know, again, just ongoing, you know, quote unquote AI enthusiasm. Uh, you're seeing that reflected in technology. Um, Nvidia had uh, the Nvidia CEO Jensen Wong spoke at the Com. Computex conference in Taiwan over the weekend. Um, you know, more bullish enthusiasm about the implications of this technology, about how NVIDIA really does sit at the heart of it um, and is by far the biggest beneficiary right now at the moment to this trend. Um, so, all that is positive. Um, but just keep in mind, too, that as much as we like to have fundamental justifications for what's happening in markets, there is clearly a lot of chasing happening right now. I think getting above 4,200 uh, last week, staying there so far this morning, you're seeing a lot of towel throwing. You're seeing a lot of um, people who have not been participating in this rally now all of a sudden, um, you know, get dragged into it, just given that there is a performance anxiety component, uh, you know, performance anxiety concerns that I think are driving a lot of the price action. So just keep that in mind. Um, you know, I, I, it, that usually can make for unsustainable rallies or air pockets beneath the market. Um, you know, My broader view is still that earnings are by far the most important. I think that you've, again, that's been my biggest theme now for the last couple of months, outperformance and earnings. Um, I do think you're also at the end of that tightening, so that's removing a big overhang as well. Um, so those are re- still powerful tailwinds. But um, you know there is some unfortunate type of price action that's that's occurring right now in the market that again could create an air pocket underneath the surface um you know that that could create a, a day or two or three of um you know relatively kind of inexplicable slump um in the you know in the over the coming weeks um so those are kind of the Major themes and trends for this morning on the calendar for today specifically. So you're gonna have that House Rules Committee hearing on this uh, debt ceiling agreement. You have a couple of earning reports after the close, including both HP's, HP Enterprise, HP Inc. Um, You get to China MBS PMIs tonight, so for tomorrow's session for the month of May. And that's pretty much everything for today on the calendar. Um just quickly looking out over the course of the week. Um, in the US, you have a bunch of important economic numbers. So the Jolts report tomorrow, um, manufacturing PMI on Thursday, and then the jobs report on Friday. The Eurozone CPI uh, on Thursday morning will be very important as well. You have a bunch of earnings reports, including the ones I mentioned uh, for today, plus um, Salesforce.com, Broadcom, Dell, Lululemon, a bunch of others. Um, I suspect on each of these tech calls, by the way, all of the management teams are going to be outlining why they are also big uh, AI plays. So, um, you know, Marvel uh, Thursday night after the close outlined a lot of the reasons why it's a big plan on AI. I suspect Broadcom, even Dell and HP tonight, all of them are going to portray their businesses as as being big beneficiaries of AI. Uh, You have a couple more sell-side conferences this week as well, where companies will be presenting um, the Bernstein Strategic Decisions Conference is probably the most prominent one. And that is everything for today, Tuesday, May 30th. Thank you for listening.